Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For hanging out with us this afternoon, this Thursday edition of the Lori and Julia Show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, streaming at MyTalk1071.com, also on the My Talk app. We are still raising money for the Neighborhood Development Center through the My Talk Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund. Thank you to some of our matching sponsors, Jester Concepts Restaurant Group, Phil Olson with Supreme Lending, AARP Minnesota, and thanks to you. You can still donate at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword neighbors, exciting. We passed our $80,000 goal. We are at $90,000. Wow. I feel like we can make it into the six-figure range. Oh, oh yes. I, I, we're I know. so close. 100000 will be the, the new goal. I'm surprised B. Arthur hasn't just sent us the email because <laughs> really it'll be open for donations probably through the weekend. Right. So that's this amazing. Is, it has been over 797 unique donors. People are um, Kathleen, Mr. Roder, Ruder Plumbing in the Twin Cities, Douglas, Anonymous, um, Nicole, Pam, Alyssa, Kimberly, all donated in the last hour. Thank you so much. We... That's really amazing. Yes. So we hope people donate during our show. Um, it I makes did, Julia very anxious. I did see, no, I did see the picture of the feet. Oh. Um, Steve and Donna and Don's feet. Okay, Steve's feet. I don't know what happened. Oh, really? <laughs> They're really... Because uh, he's so beautiful he's so in many beautiful other ways. Top. I'm surprised yeah, I, he's got I only was, feet. Well, that's good. You can't have beautiful everything. This is true. This is true. Humbling bunions. Yeah, humbling bunions. That's <laughs> no, good. just weird. Uh, yeah, I was just like, whoa. I was a surprise. Yeah. It was a surprise. We have today our matching sponsors for our neighbor, My Talk Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund. Furniture Manor. Robin was on with Stephen Donna this morning. Cool. Care Counseling. They were on with Colleen and Bradley. And Organic Lawns by Lunseth. And they're going to be joining us later in our show today. But they're Sweet. all... Donating $1,500 today for the funds. I mean, when we started this, putting this together, we, um, Amy and Dan and, mm-hmm. and uh, the folks at Neymar Fieger started putting this together. We'd hope to get five or six clients to help out with matching funds. Um, we've got 20 wow. of our MyTalk partners. And 60000 was the goal. Yeah. No, originally it was 40. 40, that's right. And then right. it jumped to 80. I mean, that's it's right. amazing. So yeah. I just really kudos to everybody. Well, and I do think that the vetting of, you know, that we did, uh, that the Neighborhood Development Center has been doing this for 30 years. And, how you know, because people wanted to help, but then you were like, well, which organization and you're worried about is your money going to get to the right what, people? Like if you want to help a small mm-hmm. business. I mean, so because that I think was kind of overwhelming because there were lists and lists of 
places collecting money right. and you're like, which one would, uh, right. you know? So I, I think just having that direction, you know, makes people feel good about their donation. I think so too. So all you do to donate is go to my talk keyword neighbor and, um, Anything helps. But remember, $1 stretches anywhere between $28 and $33. That's right. So you take the, you decide. Okay, so this is just uh, uh, two little PSAs. Okay. Okay. So remember yesterday when Rick Nelson from the Star Tribune Restaurant Critic was telling us about the food truck Nashville Coop? I wrote it down on my piece of paper to ask you today. And then for the rest of the show, we were dreaming of this hot, spicy chicken sandwich. Almost (sighs) think of like what a fish sandwich looks like. Oh, yeah. That kind of chicken breast with that breading on it and then coleslaw and then pickles. I looked it up. There, it was on Snelling yesterday. Casey had them waiting for me when I got home. How good was that? They were. It was amazing. I mean, because oh. it was like a spicy chicken sandwich, right. but it reminded me of biting into a really great fish sandwich. Oh, you Lord. know, with the good bun yes, yes. and the good saucy and the goopy stuff. I mean, we went through like six napkins each, I swear. Did you? And it was that good? Yeah. I, I it was so it. big. I could only eat half of mine. Right, of course. So, yeah. I'd save mine and need to eat it two hours later. Well, that works well, too. Why forget about it? Because I got. I'm not even going to tell you. Well, <laughs> anyway, Nashville Coop. If you go to their Facebook page, it says where they are every day. I, anyway, I highly recommend. Uh, I mean, because have we, you really even been to a food truck? I mean, you know. Well, no, I haven't. Right. I, had a, I, I went to El Burrito Mercado and ate outside on their patio. But that's a restaurant. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I mean, you went, through line. <laughs> you went through a line, you know, it's kind of cafeteria oh, right. style or whatever. Okay, and so. I got stuff at the deli, so I felt like I was in. You're so you funny. Know. Anyway, but here, this is a shout out. This is really for my guys, Jeff and Ross, my kickboxing buddies. Yes. Hi, guys. They're going to Vegas in like the end of July. I want to know everything. Well, here's what just happened today in Vegas. The governor of Nevada said masks are mandatory in casinos, all public places, all restaurants, any businesses. He said wearing masks covering save lives, period, end of story. We owe it to each other to accept the fact that wearing face masks saves lives. And when Caesars Palace reopened on June 4th, they had people at all the doors handing out masks to people. Right. And 80% of people said, nah, no, thank you. So you can't count on people to do the right thing. So the, the state is forcing. Mm-hmm. And they had done a survey. Would you still come to Vegas if you had to wear a mask? And people said yes. But when they got there, they weren't wearing it. And right. yesterday, Nevada crested like at 14,000. Well, the whole country. You Yesterday know, it's, was peak, peak day for so people any, infected. Anyway, so just know that that is happening. And of course, in true Las Vegas style, um, uh, a bunch of performers, you know, were outside of the, you know, the fun Las Vegas. Welcome to Las Vegas at Sign. Vintage. Yeah. And they all, they were all performers with their masks on. And the performers and people that were working at, at the resorts, and casinos, they're wearing masks mm-hmm. and they were freaking out that no one else was. Mm-hmm. So they're That's like for it. And 18 states, Lori, require yeah. people to wear masks in public right now. And if we wear masks, we can all come back quicker to our lives. That's yes. sort of the the thing that Cover if you're, up now and let's. Yeah, let's, so Vegas is they're going to put up signs no masks or no shoes, no shirt, no mask, no service. 
And then everybody's doing it, and you just follow the rules. Yeah. Okay, cool. There you go. So you've been, and that started effective immediately. So if you are going to Vegas. Well, you're going to already have one because you have to wear them on the planes anyways and through the airport and everything. I keep one with me at all times. Yeah. You have to have kind of a rotating supply of paper and the ones you can wash and the ones you can put a HEPA filter in. Exactly. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of, which is Matt Belanger. Hang on a sec. Let me get Matt in here. It's that time of the week. Time for... It's Matt Belanger. 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 Is that it? It's Matt Belanger. No. Belanger. Want to try again? It's Matt Belanger. Juliet, that's not even how you pronounce Bazinga. It's It's Matt Belanger. Don't listen to them. It's Matt Belanger. It's Matt Belanger. Belanger, Buck Langer. You know who you are. Belanger. Hello, everybody. How are we all doing today? We're good. The weekend is in sight. The weekend is in sight. I saw you. You're looking like a snack and a half in your suit today. Ooh. Say on the 11 o'clock news. Nice. Thank you very much. And then she saw me walk in here. No, no, no you're in your workout clothes. Are you in your workout clothes? I am. Yeah. I'm going to try to lose some pandemic pounds. Uh, you know, it, gosh, don't make yeah. the rest of us feel bad. Well, no, I mean, listen, I indulged. I, I, I took liberties. We had lots of snacks at our house. Lots because of... <laughs> we watch so much TV. Yeah, that's and there's true. something about just, you know, you know what? I mindlessly eating. It's a big eating. excuse, but yeah, uh, it happened. How's, how's your puppy? Oh, he's so good. And he we took him to doggy daycare for the first time mm-hmm. and we got a nice report card. The one right down here in university or uh, one closer it's to in your downtown house? Minneapolis, okay. the one that okay. we use. And mm-hmm. uh boy, he's a little rabble rouser in there. He's very social. Corgis are naturally very curious breeds. Nothing scares them. It's like he's right. not scared of the vacuum cleaner or anything like that. And he was just in everybody's business and he was the star of the day, apparently. So Very good. Well, if Corgi ever got to Buckingham Palace, he would be he or she would be right behind the horses in terms of Queen oh, Elizabeth's yeah. attention. Yeah. Horses, corgis, husbands, kids. <laughs> oh, there That's you go. The That's the royal hierarchy. All right. <laughs> hey, I have a couple of news headlines okay. for you this afternoon. Uh, number one here, uh, uh, several groups came together yesterday and had a meeting in downtown Minneapolis to talk about this rise in violence uh, that is happening in the city of Minneapolis in recent days. They're, they're, they have a plan now to try to get a hold of this situation that's escalating out of control. I mean, there have been shooting after shooting after shooting. And was that, I mean, why was incidents. that happening? Did they do they know? They I don't know. I think I think their focus is on the response, and okay. they're trying to to bridge together both a federal and a, st- a state and a local level response here. So they had a meeting with the local police departments, the sheriff's office, but also you know looped in the U.S. attorney and the FBI, ATF. All of these agencies came together at one table, and uh, the Hennepin County uh, Sheriff Dave Hutchinson outlined for us what their focus is going to be starting tomorrow night. They say there's going to be a big crackdown. Down on trying to find these individuals who are kind of on law enforcement's radar okay. as troublemakers, and and because we asked, are you going to target specific areas and patrols, or how this is, how is this going to work? And Sheriff Hutchinson talked about how no, 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 we're taking an individual approach. They know who's making trouble. They know a lot of the people who are making trouble. Okay. So they're, they're gonna they're gonna have a concerted, organized effort to go after those individuals, and, and they're really going to start that enforcement uh, in a big way this weekend. And were were police officers calling in sick? Is that part of the 
problem? Were well, people, was we, there a sick out? We did report this week that, that the mayor of Minneapolis and others the, the, calling in help from other agencies, whether it's because of officers calling out sick right. or not. But right. but they, they are saying, come, come on into the state's largest city here and help us out uh, through the situation. But the federal uh, officials are going to be offering intelligence, and then uh, some of the others will do some of the actual patrols and arresting. So that's that's Aren't a big it? big headline yeah, happening this is. weekend. It's top of mind for a lot of people in Minneapolis. I mean, this this violence is really rocking the city mm-hmm. right I, now. Yeah, so. it is. Uh, the other thing that's uh, big news here is that uh, Attorney General Keith Ellison for the state of Minnesota has now filed a lawsuit against Exxon and American Petroleum Institute and others for what the state is calling a decades-long campaign to deceive the public about climate change. So basically the argument is that these companies were not being upfront and actually kind of ran public camp- information campaigns that wanted to downplay climate change mm-hmm. as an issue. And, wow, good and, for and yeah, no they're going to be they're going to be demanding. I mean, what could amount to billions of dollars back to try to correct the record and basically force these companies to launch PR campaigns and educate people well, and then but pay, also, repa- pay reparations. Also, I got to think that this has to be it could be part of a legal strategy for the mine, you know, up on the boundary waters, mm-hmm. right on the waterhead there, that Twin Cities metal. Yeah. Which is from like uh, Argentina or Brazil, that mining company. Mm-hmm. Twin metals. Twin metals. I yeah. mean, that is just would be, that's just a terrible idea. It's right there on the I edge. I know it is. And so I'm wondering if this could be part of a legal strategy, because if you believe the experts like out of Harvard and other places, uh, climate change, we have seven years mm. to change this, to change it around. Right. Seven years. Okay. Exxon's written this off as a politically motivated witch hunt to go after the energy companies. And so we'll see how that plays out. But the lawsuit's new this week. Just yeah. All right. All right. All right good. Uh, did you all see Savannah Guthrie kind of clapping back online to the criticism she got about her hair? I thought yeah. it was this... the nicest clap back. Well, and right. I, I mean, it is Savannah Guthrie. Like, I bet that lady felt like crap but please well the thing is is okay so she they're doing the news from home i mean it's it's unprecedented times and she's on another network but you know she's a network personality and they usually have hair and makeup artists okay but we're like three months into these people not having their own hair right but but she just she's doing it her on her own at home with her you know children her family's around and and pets and things and, and she just this woman said hey with what they pay you can't you afford a hairstyle I love the natural, unkempt look, but it's distracting oh, on NBC National News. Thanks a lot, Karen, for your helpful <laughs> yeah. So, So she replied and, and had this very tasteful response to this person who criticized how she looked and reminded that individual about everything they're going through. But I, it caught my eye because we're all going through weirdness right now. And for the record, uh, we do our own hair and makeup at five. Mm-hmm. Yes. Every morning, <laughs> holding one eyeball open and trying. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the the point is, is I, I just think that uh, we're, we're all getting used to the new normal. And I don't think there's room. There shouldn't be space in our conversation we're all having publicly like for that kind of a comment i don't get it and i just there's a lot of people listen to the words we're saying not don't look at our hair yeah well there's a lot of people all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey steven diener hosted the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or uap for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and if you 
beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Interested in schooling people yeah. about, you know, things like how you're looking on I TV know. and deciding, oh, like NBC really wants to hear from me. <laughs> You know, because they've got nothing else Karen to from do Ohio. right now. Oh, I mean, wow. hello. You know, as much as I enjoy your unkempt hair, I mean, t- be biatch. Don't you get paid a lot? I know. I just oh. whatever. I people email sometimes and tell me I have big big ears that stick out. So yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like men super do helpful. in general. It's know, just the way men ears are. How much time we got? We can we play a quick game? Just sure. a couple questions. Yes, in? We got yeah. a couple minutes. So uh, this is I found this online. It's a coronavirus quiz. Okay. Oh dear. And we okay. and the, there's a lot of information. And we all think we know what the truth is, but let's do it real fast, okay? okay? Number one, the novel coronavirus is the same as COVID-19. Um, no, false. It is false. You are correct. It, the COVID-19 is the name of the disease yes. that is caused by the novel coronavirus. Yes. Yep. True or false, person who has no symptoms of COVID-19 is not at risk to others. False. Th- that's false. Right, and we know that, and that's why we all have to wear these masks, and mm-hmm. we all have to protect each other. Uh, number three. True or false, people under age 35 in the U.S. can get infected with coronavirus and get sick, but there are no reported COVID deaths of That's young false. adults in the age group. Mm-hmm. That's that false. is also false, yes. Mm-hmm. They get harder. Number four. So this one, wrap your brain around this. Okay. More than six weeks after the national emergency was declared, what share of the U.S. population had been tested for the virus? Oh, it's oh pathetic. Like, 1%. like less than 1%. Oh, you're close. So the options are 30, 20, 10, 5, or about 2%. About t- about two? Two. You're going with about 2, and you are correct. It was, <sighs> right, uh, 7 million tests were given, but that's only 2% of the population. That's so mm. bad. Well, thank you for our you tests. Ladies, like you ladies are class. rocking it here. Use little study, well, study we are, buddies. We are reading every day. That's true. <laughs> we haven't quit that. Our eyes still work. Excellent. Thanks, Matt. Hey, thanks. It was a pleasure. Tell people where they can catch you. Uh, 11 o'clock tomorrow morning on 5 Eyewitness News. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Thursday, June 25th. We were on the air the day Michael Jackson died. Broke yes. the news. Broke in on Team Z at like 5 o'clock. And Julia told Donnie and I, and we didn't believe it. No one believed me. And it was 11 years ago today. Yeah. And I'm like, there's something going on. There's something. Well, we had been on... Like for a couple of months because he was practicing for his 50 nights in London. And we had had a bet if whether he, or how not many it was, he could do or if, if, if it was going to happen and how many he would do. And he had just been in the news like a lot leading up to it, which, of course, the publicists, you know, they were doing that even though the tickets had sold. They wanted to keep the interest and we kept seeing photos and we were worried about how thin he was. Very worried. He but they frail. kept sending little snippets like, he's fine. He's yeah, dancing he's fine. two and steps we'd, over here. We'd see him and we're like, whatever. So anyway, so that's why I, I do remember that June 25th is the anniversary of Michael Jackson. And um, okay, so in the TV news. So here's the headline. John, the Hamaconda Ham, is dating 
his former Mad Men co-star, Anna Osceola. So, first of all, co-star is a stretch. She was the receptionist in the final season of Mad Men when he goes to the retreat in Big Sur. Oh, well, for like one episode. Exactly, exactly, exactly. exactly. So, So, yeah. 2015, yeah. Her name is Anna Osceola, but the reason, and, and I looked at the photo, the the caref- the lovely staged photo. I don't know if they're playing tennis or I think they're playing tennis. There's a staged paparazzi photo. And I, all I can tell you is I zoomed in and the hamaconda is hibernating. We couldn't see anything. Okay, good to okay? know. Okay, and he looks like he got woken up like by an alarm by his publicist and said, throw on some sporting clothes and meet Anna there. Because what happened yesterday was that 30 Rock, NBC, and Tina Fey announced mm-hmm. that they were pulling four episodes of 30 Rock, even though I do take I do take exception to Tina Fey and NBC's characterization of blackface as race-changing makeup. Just call it what it is. Blackface. Right. John Hamm was in two of those four episodes. Okay. That got pulled from Hulu. So when I say his publicist called him with an alarm, get over there, we've got photographers, it's because his name in some of the in-depth pieces, which are now being written because like, Scrubs, who knew there was so much damn blackface going on in television in the last 10 years? I really am shocked. I, I, because maybe we don't even notice it. Our eyes are not open well, to that. I didn't watch any of these shows either well, that they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, okay. I, but Scrubs pulled yeah. like three episodes. and So anyway, they, they know that, okay, people are going to do a deep dive into these four episodes. Mm-hmm. And then they go, oh, the only person who shows up twice is John Hamm. So that's why John Hamm is debuting. His, maybe his girlfriend or not. But this is a good planted story Anna Osceola by his publicist to draw attention away from Holly do you agree with that well yeah because we haven't really been thinking about John Hamm and who he's been dating in well years. he was he was kind of with shook us for a second a hot second Lindsay shook she us. wanted probably to make that happen but I'm just saying that all this, right got this, it John and Anna being on the court yesterday was no accident. Got it. Well, thank you. And they, who even knows if they're really dating? And then Megan Kelly. Whoa, of course. I mean, the the journalist, the journal, the journalist who's let go from NBC for talking about blackface and that it was an acceptable Halloween costume. Blah blah blah. She, of course, you know, I I can't say that I would blame her for this, even though I do think she can be quite trollish in many ways. But I can see this is, yes, her former uh, company that employed her and paid her $70 million to go away. $70 million. They must not have had a good NDA. So it must not be a good NDA because this is what she tweets today. So it turns out that when Andy Lack, Mm who is the president of NBC, he's out now, said there's no place on our air for my discussion of blackface. It was because NBC was already chock full of shows and major stars actually wearing blackface on the air at NBC. And, um, I mean, she does have a point there. But I'm surprised she can tweet that. Yeah, I know. That they, you know what I'm saying? But I guess it wasn't an NDA. She had a contract. Mm -hmm. An employment contract. So... Anyway, and what basically what 
you know, she wasn't doing well at NBC. Her show sucked. Okay, let's hard. just, it was the worst. It was the worst. It was so bad. Yep. And her very first day, she was, she she made the Will and Grace cast uncomfortable. Yes. She wasn't. And then the second day, the plastic surgery, and then didn't adjust Robert Redford's plastic surgery, surgery just with Jane, Jane Fonda's plastic It was just surgery. a hot mess from the yes, beginning. Yes, really Megan Kelly isn't the lady that you, isn't the Karen you want to have coffee with at 9 a.m. Oh, there you go, Lori. So, but, but I mean, she was let go after she defended wearing blackface as part of a Halloween costume while talking about the Countess, Luann, who had dressed up as uh, Diana Ross. And she said, well, when I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing up like a character. And then that was just like the final I know. thing yes. for her. Which, But that's exactly, you know, what Jimmy Kimmel, and yeah. I think about his apology, was a mm-hmm. little bit half-assed because he said I was doing impersonations and characters as his reasoning for doing blackface. Instead of just flat out being like Fallon and just saying that was wrong. Right. Or, or Tina Fey calling it race-changing makeup. Okay, Lorraine. Ah. All right. Anyway. Anywho. I mean, it just, there's a lot of, um, what do you call it, Holly? What's the word? A lot of things you know? burn your butt. No, it's but. It's a lot of speak and a lot of Cross people. signals and yes. like uh, mixed things. And I, I just don't know why. I don't know. It's just, it's just something. Anyway. And then Kristen Bell, she, she and uh, her, that other gal, Jenny Slate, Slate, they both. I have announced they're walking away from their voice work because they're doing mixed race characters. And I remember Hank Azaria commenting about that. Well, Hank Azaria did the voice of a poo. There's a whole documentary about why that's problematic. And I think it's called The Problem with a Poo. Poo. And And did he say he wasn't doing that character anymore? Yeah, he did. He's talked about that. Yeah, Yeah. and I think that The Simpsons as a show in general is just walking away from that character. Yeah. They're not even going to really feature him anymore. That's too bad. You know? But... Anyway, I mean, he's talked about it because of, uh, of voice work and right. stuff like that. So the well, Scrub thought... show, that was on ABC. Right. And um, they 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 had people tweeting them, reminding them right. that they'd had three episodes of uh, white actors in blackface. And yeah, the, you know, the Tina Fey, I don't know why she didn't just call it blackface. Well, Instead we... of race changing makeup. That, okay. That's a stretch too far. For this girl. All right, Lori. I mean, don't you guys think? Well, here's um, Jenny Slate, what she said about playing um, Missy on the animated show Big Mouth. She said um, um, she acknowledged her original reasoning it was flawed because Missy um, had a white Jewish mother like her. And so and Missy is also black. And she says, I acknowledge how my original reasoning is flawed that it existed as an example of white privilege and unjust allowances made within a system of society, white supremacy, and that me playing Missy, I was engaging in an act of erasing black people. So, good for her. Well, you yeah, know. somebody helped her with that statement. Absolutely. Tina Fey could have used more help <laughs> at NBC. You're so good to forgive. I know. Well, no, it isn't that. But I know. Julie, it is important to make that distinction because Absolutely. it is... It was four episodes of 30 Rock, and it was four, well, really, three white actors, because John Hamm did two of the episodes, you know, that were in blackface. She has yet to apologize for Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, where she had people 
at least one episode where Jane Krakowski dressed up like a Native American woman. Okay. So, you know, maybe she was thinking that was going to be included under the umbrella of that well, thing. Well, that's why yeah, I said that. Could, but it was, that was my but reasoning behind it. That, okay. or that press release, when you read it, it was only about 30 Rock. I think the one thing where I did see in the episode where she probably went with that turn of phrase is that Tracy Morgan dressed up as a white woman in one of the episodes that mm-hmm. was featured and was pulled. So... Not addressing directly the blackface that was happening in that, but then using that overall phrase to talk about what was happening. I just feel like it, it, it's it's trying to mitigate. It's trying to minimize. It feels minimizing. No, totally understand that. But just thinking, I'm think that's probably where she thought. Well, I'm going to use this phrase instead of publicist or whoever came out. Who who knows how many people are involved with crafting the actual? Oh, I'm sure it's a lot. It probably. I think it's a lot. All right, listen. When we come back, we do have some Hollywood uh, news to. uh, Are we celebrating this news? I don't know. We're going to figure it out. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks to Jen on the Twitterverse. She says Tina Fey referred to it, and NBC is race changing because, as you said, Holly, Tracy Morgan did a Caucasian a woman. The four actors or the three yes. actors that did blackface, and apparently Jane Krakowski did make native not only on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, but on an episode of Thirty Rock. There we go. Now we know. <laughs> now we know why she said that. But I hate that Megyn Kelly got a you know. I know it again. You know, know. what I mean. Yeah, I don't. Who listens to her? I didn't. I never saw it. I wouldn't have known. Who was about it? She, she's tw- <laughs> that. All she has is tweeting and then her her YouTube thing. She's it's got weird how nobody million dollars. Why would you? She is not a likable person. She's but, extremely polarizing and it, yeah. And if I don't know what audience would want her. Yeah, women don't like her because she's not like a friend or a girlfriend right. type. Right. Man, I don't know what you get from her. Even Bombshell and watching the movie Bombshell, you know. I had empathy for her in that movie. Yes. Because of how she be, was treated at Fox. Yes. All the women, like yeah. they were all treated that way. But, but she's particularly. Yes, I, very I was much very so. much. I had empathy for her after watching that movie. But again, the thing that was blurred out of that movie was the fact that Gretchen Carlson had been trying to get Megyn Kelly on her side. For a long time. For well over a year yeah. to say we got to speak up about this. That part was left out of the movie. Yeah. But I also think it's scary. Um, when but but Megyn a- Kelly was one of the people with power at Fox at that time. I understand. Time. But yeah. you saw, we saw in the movie what Roger Ailes did oh, to her. And he, with his sexual advances, minimized these women to make yeah. them feel like they were pure crap. Right, right. And that how could I even have thought that way? Yeah. And then you're he'd get you in and you'd be sitting there like, I've lost all my integrity. Yeah. So I think it's just a mind-manipulating thing that he was doing to them, too. So Well, I mean, and anyone who's ever gone, you know, had somebody harass you that way, you know, like, it's it's a crazy making. You're like, what? You know, there's a lot of... And then you think, what's my role in it? Right. Which is so wrong. Exactly. But Charlize was amazing as Megyn Kelly. That is a really good movie, People Bombshell. And remember, we just did not want to see... We have no interest. Yeah. But I saw it on plane. I saw it on plane, too. And it was, I was just like, and Margot Robbie was, I thought, how does this woman not win an Oscar for that performance um, as a young up and coming? Yeah, um, that was, did you ever see that, Holly? I didn't watch oh. it, but it's worth it to it watch. Is. Oh, it's totally so good. That right. is a good movie. And she's promoting this movie, Old Guard, which she sat down uh, with entertainment. Margot Robbie? 
no, no, Charlize Theron. Oh, okay. Um, with um, uh, Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight talking about this old garden. I, I'm wondering if like Charlize is is like the she's one of her things that she's doing, and maybe it's with the advent of Mad Max. But I also think of that other blonde, the Atomic Blonde. I she's kind of becoming like a, a a female badass action. Uh, start Female. from because from what I saw of Old Guard, the clip it uh-huh. is she's in that type of a role again. Yes, she's gal. she's fighting. She seems to be ex-military, and she's with this other woman. And I don't know. I think so too. Well, gosh, Mad Max Fury Road is just one of the great action films of all time. It was so okay. So I might good. have to now. That's when I just was like, I because I hated the Mad Max. It's nothing movies. like so that. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's why that movie got so much crap before oh. it came out because people were like, oh, the Mel Gibson, Tina right. Turner class. It's nothing like that movie. Yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with that. The character Mad Max is in it. Right. Played by Tom Hardy, but mm-hmm. he's almost a supporting character mm-hmm. in the drama that's going on with Charlize Theron. She's, a, I think, she's the star of that movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then she's you know, such a good actress. She is, and then Riley Keough, Elvis's granddaughter, yes. is one of the what did you call those ladies? Oh God, one of the sirens or one yeah. of the mistresses or whatever they. But she was kind. Of, she was really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, very woman, female power. Very. Give it a chance. Very okay, because so. I loved Atomic Bombshell. Well, Atomic blonde. Blonde, that one. I like to cross my. So, Charlize, my old, this old guard is coming out like on Netflix in a couple of weeks. So, that's why be, she's been everywhere. I might be done with Last Kingdom. The Last Kingdom, Uhtred of Bebenberg. How in love I, are you with Uhtred? I don't want it to end. Like, I'm trying to savor it, and I fell asleep last night, and then I went back to it right away this morning when I woke up. Have I'm you like, come to the baptism? No. Okay, that's in the fourth season. No, it is just this show. No, every once in a while, Casey and I will look at each other and we go, Uhtred of Bebenberg. It's such... Holly, it's a, an extremely addictive series. The hotness of him. I, but I, but beyond that, the, it's the, the relationships and the um, honor and loyalty and all the different things. And like Outlander, it's based on a series of books. So it's got that historical aspect to it. Historical fiction. fiction. And it's just, it's so, it's about the Dane Saxon Wars of the 9th and 10th century, which I know doesn't sound like it would be interesting, but oh my word. <laughs> really? I just, oh, it's I was so in tears juicy. watching a conversation today and I'm like, what is wrong with me? Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, it's a juicy one. It is. Okay, so what do we think about Emma Roberts um, having, uh, having a baby with, uh, Garrett Hedlund, her hot boyfriend of one year. I think it's I think it's fantastic. I think okay, so he was with um um Lori Tellemi Kirsten Dunst. 
for quite a while. And then there were rumors. They broke up. She fell in love with Jesse Jessie Plummer Plum. from Fargo. Yep. And now they have a child and they're married. And the rumors were that after he and Kirsten that he had a brief something-something with Diane Kruger and maybe Angelina Jolie, who he knew because she directed him in Unbroken. Mm-hmm. And... um but I always feel like he was going to be like this big, huge, like Brad Pitt type of movie star. Yep, you did. He's Isn't he from Minnesota? Yeah. And he was going to be. And then what happened? I don't know. He just hasn't had the right break, I guess. But but he still could have it. He's 35, you know. Right? But um, for a while there, I used to get him and Alex Pettifer mixed oh. up. Oh, we get it. And where is okay? Let's go to Garrett Hedlund and see what he has been in. But before we go to Alex Pettiford, because I loved him. Okay, he's got Garrett's got. Um, he was in Dirt Music. I don't see it. The United States versus Billie Holiday, which is in post production. He's in that. Okay. Yeah, he has. He was. He might just be that he shows up. He does great, you know, character thing where he's not the lead because in Unbroken, remember he played the the friend. The but the 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 guy the oh, I can't read, but he wasn't one of the guys on the raft. No, he. You know, he was one of the guys at the camp. Yeah, yeah. It seems like he does a lot of supporting roles. He was in the movie Mudbound. Remember that on yes. Netflix from a couple of years ago. I never ago? saw that either. Is that great with McConaughey? Matthew McConaughey. Um, Mudbound. No, no, no. Uh, this is a, oh, this movie is a wonderful. It's about a guy who comes back from World War II, a black guy to his town. He's fought in World. World Jason Clark, Carrie he, Mulligan. He's treated like crap. And remember, Mary J. Blige was nominated. Yes. For That's right. This is a wonderful song. movie. This is a very wonderful Rob movie. Rob Morgan. Yeah, okay. And he yeah. was also in Triple Frontier with Ben Affleck. That's right. Yeah. And Charlie Hunnam. Yes, and Oscar Did Isaac. anyone see that? No, but this might, you know, it's, we've, we're reminded now. Of the hotness within. That's right. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is something. All right, we we need more time to talk about Johnny Depp. We can't get into that now. No, we won't get we no. won't get into it now. Um, I we, will I will uh, just tell you this. Do you know the name Charles Lippincott? Anybody? Nope. Well, he passed away last week, and he is the publicist who helped create the modern uh, phenomenon of how they promote movies and the first movie he did was star wars wow he was hired to drum up publicity they just said it's a sci-fi movie it's film it's being filmed in the tunisian de- desert and they described it as sort of arthurian legend religious mysticism and 1930s space serials and people thought it was going to be a huge flop including carrie fisher and other people that were in the movie he teamed up with Marvel to create a series of comics that came out before the movie debuted, struck a deal to sell action figures, and had the upcoming movie star, a little-known actor named Mark Hamill, attend something that was a niche convention, San Diego Comic-Con. Wow. It was a box office smash, and he is the publicist that started sort of the modern... So Charles in the cross market, marketing with the little figurines, and they were probably in the Happy Meal and all that other stuff. I mean, now that's standard quo, but right. this is the guy who came that's, up with it. All right, Charles Lippincott. We'll be back, everybody.